to steal it. <clears throat> what? I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. So that's it. Simple as that. Steal a declaration. Just walk into Washington, D.C. <laughs> we, we know a few friends down there. Maybe they can help us. So listen, there's never been like an easier or better hook, I feel, for a movie than this movie's we got to steal the Declaration of Independence. Like, that got the asses in the seats. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, y- you just need to steal this thing. It's so intriguing. I need to know, how is this possible? Yeah, it's, it's never has it been simpler. A more simple yet complex plot device to get people to watch a movie. Because it's, it's all right there. It's all right there in that line. This is episode 45 of the Last Row Podcast. Welcome back to everybody that's been listening. Welcome all new listeners. If you're looking for us on the web, thelastrowpodcast.com. On Twitter at The Last Row Pod, Facebook.com slash The Last Row Pod, Google Plus, Google Play, and most importantly, head out to iTunes. Leave us a five star review. Got another review today. We'll read it at the end of the show. Thank you to everybody that's taken the time to leave us a review. Much appreciated. What's going on, Badway? So hopefully, one day our podcast will be successful enough that someone will want to steal your microphone. We got to break in to Last Row Studios to steal the declaration of the microphone. There's, so, you know, we'll, <laughs> take it apart. There's some codes written on the inside of it. We'll give you guys a scavenger hunt. We'll, we could do that for you guys. Uh, National Treasure is an all-time favorite of many people. Uh, Nicolas Cage, maybe top five Nicolas Cage we, movie of all time, maybe. Put it this way. We got a lot of requests to do this yeah. film, and Nicolas Cage is... Everybody's favorite actor. Let's be real. I mean, we could try to rank some of these Nick Cage movies at the end of the episode, but it's probably easily in the top five, right? Easily top five for me. Easily, like I, we did yeah. Face Off before. You know, we've done Gone in sixty seconds. Those are those are in the upper echelon of Nicolas Cage movies, but this one's definitely up there. We haven't seen Con Air on this show yet. We've watched it. Maybe one day we'll do that one. But this is definitely up there. It's more serious than most. Some would say that this movie is the. Uh God in 60 seconds of history buffs. No one says that. No, you know what they do say? (laughs) You know what they do say? What do they say? (laughs) They say they don't make movies like this anymore. They don't make them like, you know who says that? Old people. They don't make movies like this anymore. We've said that before on this podcast about other things. You know, like I haven't seen Stranger Things yet. Yeah. But Stranger Things came out. That's how they used to make they them. They don't make them like they used to until they make them. Like but Stranger Things. We've had this conversation a lot of times on this show. They made them like they used to with Stranger Things. With this one, this is how they used to make them. And, and they don't make these anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> off my old man soap. Can you tell I'm hopped up on You're... cold medicine right now? All right. So uh, National Treasure made in 2004 back when they used to make movies like they did. Uh, directed by John Turtletaub who directed movies the way you used to like people to direct movies. <laughs> and he's still doing it to this day. So this guy's under the radar. He may have uh, made some of your favorites, such as Cool Runnings. They don't make them like they used to. Three Ninjas. Don't make them like they used to, bad way. Disney's The Kid, starring Bruce Willis. Definitely don't make them like they no. used to. Phenomenon, starring John Travolta. Eh, that sad, they, sad they movie. Make them like they, they, they make them like they that. They make them like they used to there. For All that right. one. So, uh... What is National Treasure, you ask? G- give me a synopsis. Historian and codebreaker, not Jericho codebreaker. Don't you think that, <laughs> that calling him a codebreaker, not to interrupt you already, you read yeah. two words and I already interrupt you. Codebreaker is like, did he write his own description of what he does? <laughs> That's like yeah. me saying I'm a professional podcaster. Like, He's a codebreaker. Like, he could solve puzzles. A puzzle solver? That sounds stupid. Is he doing the crossword puzzle in the New York Times? He, like, could, that's, he could do it, knock I mean, it out in 10 minutes flat. That's what yeah. he's doing. All right, I'll let you finish. I, but to call a guy a puzzle solver is pretty weak. So he's a codebreaker. <laughs> sounds tougher. All right, I'll, I'll give it to him. Ben Gates has been searching his whole life for a rumored treasure dating back to the creation of the United States. Joining an expedition led by fellow treasure hunter Ian Howe, Gates finds an ice-locked colonial ship in the Arctic Circle that contains a... I can't read this. That contains a <laughs> clue linking the treasure to the Declaration of Independence. Run on sentence much. Thanks a lot, Google. But when Howe betrays him, Gates has to race to get to the document ahead of his so-called colleague. I, would you call them colleagues? Let, I mean, let's... Deconstruct this movie for a minute. Yeah. This movie is not really about stealing the Declaration of Independence. It is, but it isn't. Yeah. It's more about Benjamin Franklin Gates 
and his failed family of history history buffs and treasure hunters yeah. going up against professional financiers like Liquid <laughs> Snake himself, Sean Bean. You see, about five people will get that joke of our 50 listeners. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but for real, though, it's not about the the treasure hunt itself it's more like a, a kind of a, a guy against guy it's about the thing. partnership the feud that uh, the partnership that turned into the feud i would say yeah are they colleagues what's the definition of a colleague i guess they're partners you work together they don't, but yeah but they're not in the same field though ian 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 does not aka sean bead uh, excuse me scene bead. bead right does not know a thing about history right he doesn't care about it either. He he's the kind of guy that's in the back, literally financing you to yeah. do his notes for him. Yeah, he's saying, Ben, you know what? I don't care. I gave you the money to get here. Go find the thing so we can get this treasure. That's where he earned the title of skilled financier. In his history yeah. class, he was paying people yeah. to take the test for him. Exactly. So, yeah, he was saying, I'm going to give you this money so that you may, you may find me more money. That's but all what, this guy's doing. So I want to break it down. Where Where do these guys meet? Where do you meet a financier for this treasure hunting stuff? Like, is it at a banquet for something? Is it yeah. on a Kickstarter? Did he have a Kickstarter to find? Like, pre- yeah, uh, maybe maybe Nick Cage was a. Uh, I'm gonna have a hard time differentiating Nick Cage from Ben Franklin from Ben Gates, who they're all the same <laughs> person. Nick Cage. His middle name is Ben is Franklin Ben Franklin Gates. All right, so it's possible that he like maybe he crowd he crowdfunded this thing right and maybe. The, the largest financier came through and said, listen, let's forget all this crowdfunding. I'll give you everything you need as long as I get my 60% or whatever he, he, was, he was going to I'll keep. give you amazing mechanized like machines that will take you across the Arctic. Yes. I will give you everything you need. I, how do you convince a guy like, yeah, by the way, there's this long lost treasure of the Templars. Like, you know, people watch the History Channel. They say it's become a joke because of this stuff. Yeah. You watch the show Oak Island. They think that the treasure of Oak Island <laughs> could show. it be. You know, if anyone is listening and watches that show, I really have an enjoying time watching that. But back to the show, back to the movie. Do you believe this guy? Like, if you're if you're a financier, like, is this guy basically a dumbass? I mean, if you're a financier, shouldn't you be putting your money into the stock market? Yeah, I, I think he's giving financiers a bad name with uh, going with the treasure hunter, right? Yeah, seems pretty farcical, pretty fanciful. Maybe he's maybe his name should be Treasure Hunter instead. Yeah, but he's not actually hunting. He's like kind of along for the ride. He's riding co-pilot. He's the money bags. He's money bags. Where do you think they met? Did they meet at some type of banquet? Banquet. See, I like to think that Sean Bean's character Ian is the kind of person who takes advantage of people. Yeah. So maybe he saw an opportunity to invest a little bit of money in this nutball on the off chance that he's right. Worst case scenario, he might get like a, he might get some kind of um, valuable artifact out of the deal. Worst case scenario, which he did. He did. He found a pipe. So you, a worst case scenario, you sell the pipe and he'll at least recoup his money. He's got, he's got it back in yeah. the off chance that and he that's was like right. the worst case scenario. Best case scenario, there's trillions of, I don't even know how to count of the of dollars worth of treasure to be found. So really, maybe it's not, maybe it's not that big of a risk on his part. So, so let's break down the individual characters and then talk about a little bit more about their partnership. First up, Benjamin Franklin Gates, yes, former U.S. Navy diver, amateur cryptologist. That's more like it. Hello, instead of codebreaker. Yeah, descendant of a long line of treasure hunters. Yes, failed treasure hunters. Failed because they didn't find anything. Yeah, he's got a degree in American history from Georgetown, and a mechanical engineering engineering degree from MIT. Very respectable. How do you how do you get into this line of work with that with that kind of background? Like you got, you got to believe, man. I mean, in the beginning of the movie, they showed him with his grandfather. His grandfather was telling him this story about how this treasure existed. He was giving him the whole rigmarole, the background, the wonder, the awe that your grandfather would tell in a story. And his dad comes in, John Voigt, just buzzkill city, man. Yeah, like get out of here. This is a joke. Well, no, 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 no. Buzzkill city. He wasted 20 years of his own life, John Voigt did. Listen, John Voigt should have spent another 20 years. Maybe he'd have been as successful as his son. All right. So let's, let, let's, let's clear this out away right now. Are we going to name these characters by their real names <laughs> yeah, or, or, or by their character no, names? No, let's go by their real names. So, so we're going to go John Voigt, Seed Bead, and we're going yeah, Nick Cage. Okay, Nick Cage. All right. so good, good to know. Definitely. Okay. So John Voigt, the father of, of Nick Cage in this movie. Right. So he, he wasted 20 years of his life hunting down these treasures. He grew up, right? 
his father, Nick Cage's grandfather, and Nick Cage himself, they never grew up. And that is that is how you become a treasure hunter. You just never grow up. You never you grow up. continue to believe your childhood stories. All I can think about is this Oak Island show, by the way. Like, I yeah. keep thinking about Oak Island, and they're, <laughs> Those like, guys real people. never grow up. They're real people. They read yeah. the, the article in the Reader's Digest, and they're spending their fortune. They have financiers. Maybe Sean Bean is one <laughs> Sean of the Bean people financing them. them. See, see, I think that Sean Bean, like, this is a family history, right? The grandfather, the father, the great-grandfather, long line of treasure hunters. He probably very, very uh, well-known, maybe a little ridiculed in the community. He thought there was a chance to take it, take a uh, take advantage, and that's what it seemed like. It seemed like Nick Cage was trying to basically like vindicate his family in the name because they've gotten this negative, just negative reception in the community of historians yeah. and people. They just they're looked at they're like loody a joke. Bits. They're looties, and John Voight has had enough. He's had enough of it. So he, what's he doing? Like, is he just going to go become like a high he, school history he, professor? What what's is his he, job? He, he donated the, 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 what is it? The good the silence, do good letters. The silence, do good letters. I'm done with them. I'm going to donate them. There's Listen, no hidden code in the, si- the, the, the do good letters. Way, how could you get rid of the silence, do good letters? You can't get rid of the silence, the do good silence, letters. The silence, do good can't letters. Do Come on, man. That's, that's valuable. Yeah. He donated them to the, 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 uh, the Franklin Institute in Philly. And you need them. What do you need them most? They're, they're at the Franklin Institute. What are you going to do when you need the silence do good letters? Didn't even uh, need them. Didn't even uh, need them. I mean, he made photocopies, but he couldn't yeah. go back to his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me get back to it, though. His dad's name is, is I'm sorry, Patrick Henry Gates. His grandfather was John Adams Gates. Yes. What was what were these other relatives? Was Abraham it like a Lincoln George Gates, Washington Gates? George Washington Gates, Abraham Lincoln Gates. You know, I mean, like there was uh, Barack Obama Gates is the newest one. There's <laughs> the newest son of him yeah. and the, the Abigail Chase. Uh, I believe Hulk Hogan Gates was another one. I mean, he's a real American, yeah. so not so much lately. But so we got all these Gateses, and Nick Cage is all this treasure hunter. But does he have a day job? I mean, it says he's a cryptographer. Like, what was he a, a Navy SEALs? Diver he was a diver. We said he was a diver, but yeah. like, what does he do by day? I don't know how he pays the bills, and I'm pretty sure Sean B doesn't pay his bills for like, him. Like, how does he keep that swanky apartment yeah. that he has? How does he have anything that he has? How do you pay the bills? Is he like a... I'm thinking about Indiana Jones here, right? Because this movie's kind of like a poor man's Indiana Jones. Yeah. Is he like a history professor? Can you be a... Can you get paid to be a cryptologist? I guess you, you go could, around solving puzzles for people? Like, like, what do you do? I don't know. Like, are they... How do you do that? Like, are you breaking? Maybe he's a locksmith. He's a locksmith. You fancy up your resume? Yeah, I'm a cryptologist. He's the, <laughs> that's like that's like the babysitter that says child care provider. Yeah. No, it's like, is he the guy that comes like when you get locked out of your car? Like, maybe yeah. he's good at that. Maybe yeah. he can solve the puzzle. Yeah. He knows how to do it. Like, I don't try, know. Like, maybe he like he, he takes really easy problems and tries to overly complicate them. He, may, yeah. he like really does yeah. it up because he's like bored. He's so smart that he just doesn't get the fulfillment from a regular day job. Why couldn't he be? Um, so we should we should just have Nick Cage be Batman and Batman Forever instead of Val Kilmer. He would have solved that Riddler problem, no problem, Look, right? Val, Val Kilmer solved it in like three things: <laughs> clock, chess pawn, chess pawn. How quickly Enigma. could have Ben Gates solved that puzzle? Right? <laughs> He'd have been like Edward Nigma. Yeah. Excuse they, they, me, <laughs> Edward Nigma. Excuse me, not e- clock, chess pawn, chess chess piece, tennis, Enigma. Edward Nigma. They would have found Chase Birdie, Dr. Chase Birdie, in like two seconds flat. It would have been over. Chase Birdie is such a bank name. Yeah. That is ridiculous, yeah. by the way. Um, but back to the movie. So Ian Howe, he's the financier, treasure hunter. They team up. They go to the Arctic, and they got to find the Charlotte, this this boat. They thought Charlotte was a person for the longest time, it seemed. Yeah. And then they found that it was a boat. And they meet up in this boat. Like, what's going on here? They so, got to find something. So they were actually, what they were looking for was a boat inside of a boat, but they didn't know it at the time. They didn't. Yeah. So they found a boat, turned out to be a uh, a, a pipe. They thought the treasure was going to be in the boat. Yeah. And they just found another clue. So what happened? So long story short, they find this, this the first, it was basically what turns out to be the first clue. Kind of the first clue. It's, How it's many all, first it's, clues it's were before this? That's exactly why John Voight quit all these years ago. There's another clue, Benjamin, and another so, one. So what happened with Sean Bean when he kind of took a turn for the evil? He he pulled a heel, but straight up, man, Sean Bean, I can't blame him. He just wants this treasure. He spent a lot of money of his own hard-earned cash already. Yeah. Just take him to the treasure, man. So they find out, basically, we got to steal the Declaration of Independence. After finding this pipe, <laughs> tearing a piece off... Cutting his finger for yeah. blood because they didn't have any ink. It's the ink. only way. Yeah. Rolls it out on like a little piece of papyrus. He's got this thing, 
basically solves the puzzle like Val Kilmer in Batman Forever in two seconds, very quickly, decides... We got to steal the Declaration of Independence. It's on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And Nick Cage is like, show's over. Can't do it. It's no, it can't be done. Oh, well, dead end. Sean Bean says, I can do it. Not so fast. Not so fast, buddy. I've had a lot of operations of questionable legality. Everybody has a price. This is where he takes the turn. But is he so wrong? He spent a lot of his own money. He spent a lot of time. Yeah. And he's listened to this crazy guy for so long. Like, why not just go the extra distance, man? So are you asking me, is he wrong to want to steal the Declaration of Independence? Yes. Or excuse me, borrow the Declaration is, of Independence. Would he give it back? Sean Bede would not give a shit about that document. You think he'd just shred it up? He'd like he'd shred it up. He'd like use it as a napkin. Like, he wouldn't care. <laughs> he's, no, I think, I don't know, man. I don't think you'd give him enough credit. I don't think credit. he cares about history. I really don't. I, I, I doubt his, uh, his history caredness. I mean, he's British anyway, so he doesn't care about the right. Declaration not, of not Independence. Right, not our history anyway. That's not, what not I'm a, saying. Not, a, not American history. He's he's probably, like, angry about it. So he, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's... We left those suckers. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, but really, like, would he give it back? Would he... I mean, I'm just saying, is he so wrong to want to do this? Yeah. He, he went this far. Just go with him a little further, man. I mean, if you have that much, I guess we'll call it drive, then no, it's not so wrong. What now, other what other types of questionable legality things has he done? How many other th- declarations of independences has he stolen? So do you think he had some like prior workings with a Terry Silver, for example? Like, oh, absolutely, toxic toxic waste conglomerate. I mean, that's just yeah. the tip of the iceberg. I'm pretty sure that the murders have been have been committed for the sake. Like, how do you become a financier? Like, how did he get his riches? Listen, you know, you start small. This dude was definitely British Special Forces back in the yeah. day. Like, I could see, I'm telling you, he looks like Liquid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. If anyone could ever cast a live action movie, take him from this movie. He has the long blonde hair. Put him in a trench coat. He looks exactly like him straight out of the movie. I'm still not convinced that he's not Liquid Snake in the movie. But I'm just saying, yeah. this dude knows how to do some stuff. Yeah. And he's going to get that Declaration of Independence. He gave ben, ben Franklin a chance to join him. He said, let's do it. Let's do it, bad way. And what does Ben Franklin say? Ben Franklin Gates says, no, sir, can't do it. I'm not going to sully the document. It's just not worth it. Better let sleepy dogs lie. We'll find another way. Somehow, some way. So that's where Scene Bean decides to show his true colors. Pull the gun on him. He, listen, he didn't pull the gun. I'm going to defend Sean Bean yeah. this whole time. He himself did not pull the gun. It's called... It's called... Being a hitman. It's called hiring a hitman. But you are not the hitman. He did not commit the murder or attempted murder. If you call a hitman to have somebody murdered, your ass is on the line for murder just as much as the trigger man. But he didn't even tell. He just said, uh, uh do it. Like, he didn't say what it was. Like uh, He knew. It, there's, they, they worked out nonverbal cues way before they went down to the Arctic listen, with Nick Cage. This is like Tony Soprano. He's shielding himself, shielding himself from legality. Yeah. Like, he didn't do it. And what's to say that he was actually going to kill him? The guy pulled the gun, and he just kind of held it to him. And he's like, all right, you're not going to let me do this? Then I got to go do it. And then Nick Cage pulls out the flare, assuming that the guy was going to shoot. Yeah. And he says, there's gunpowder all around us. You're going to let me drop this flare? What happens? The flare eventually does, goes out. Does gunpowder grow, get old? Does it? lose its effectiveness after 200 plus years we need to call up a chemist because yeah. i don't i don't know i think it would <laughs> we need like a forensic scientist on the I show i would have called his bluff and shot him you would have just shot him yeah if i was that type of person but that leads me to another question nick cage is hanging out with these guys these guys like straight up look like evil henchmen like well, all of them are muscle yeah it's well, just hired they're, guns. they're hired goods for sure but your, your, your argument of, of Sean B not being a trigger man, like that's, it's murder for hire. I that's still, what it is. It's murder for hire. I can't blame him because he went this far. He spent all his money. What if he's broke? He needs that return on investment. What if he's broke? If he's broke and he spent his last dollars investing in a treasure hunter. He went this far, like, Come man. on. He, he went this far. Listen, he's 90% in. It's like you're in the pool. You, you better just jump, dude. You it's better like, jump. It's like being a millionaire and then using all of your million of do- million dollars to play the lottery. Entertainment 720. <laughs> Entertainment 720. That's what I'm saying. Nick, 
Sean Bean's going Entertainment 720. He's all in, man. He's got to go. He's got to get this treasure. He played the lottery with all billion of his dollars, man. It's just, it's just a bad investment. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for him. But he goes and he says, I've got to do it. And he just, they, they leave the ship. It blows up. I'm not trying to do a straight plot recap here, but this is where the movie kind of takes a turn, right? They were working together. Now they're working apart. And Nick Cage makes this thing, the statement that says, if he's going to steal it, then I got to steal it before he can steal it. I got to steal it first. And that's kind of the whole crux of the movie. Steal it better and steal it safer. Because I'll take care of it. He won't. He'll just spray that lemon juice on. I'll use a Q-tip. He'll drop it in the gutter. He'll drop it in a a pool of lemon juice. I'm going to use a Q-tip with some white gloves on. To wipe his ass with that Declaration of Independence. (laughs) It reminds me of Rob Corddry from from, uh, Harold and Kumar Kumar 2. Yeah. So along the way, he decides they better warn somebody that he's going to steal it before he decides to steal it yeah. himself, right? He meets his doctor, Abigail Chase Meridian. Hello, Abigail is, Chase Meridian. <laughs> doctor, she's not a psychiatrist. Dr. Abigail Chase Meridian is a German-American employee at the National Archives who he mistakenly thinks is Pennsylvania Dutch. Played by Diane Kruger. Diane Kruger, who is very beautiful in this movie, and actually yeah. I liked her in this role. Of course. Um, so she like takes none of this guy's shit immediately, right? He's, he's full of shit. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, nice pin collection. Shut up. Nice pin collection. <laughs> what are you You're trying to pull? One. And he's like, first off, he's dressed like a homeless guy with a yeah. suit that he got from the thrift store. Exactly. He has his, his collar out like BG style, 1970s. Yeah. Like who dressed this guy? Yeah. He's wearing penny loafers with some jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He tried to, he tried to dress it up. He put a he put a yeah. he put a jacket on. No, you're right. It was it was thrift store. It was, it was definitely thrift thrift shop. Uh, Sammy over here. So how quickly did she actually like end up falling for it? Really? I mean, falling for the the plot or falling for him as a lover? No, not not a, the, the plot. So all right, we're gonna skip ahead now. So we talked about so th- they make the plans to steal the Declaration of Independence. Sean Bean's try to steal it the same exact night. The odds of that, I don't know. <laughs> you think it would take a little longer to play it, right? Yeah, he went right for it. Sean Bean has done this before. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Nick Cage, I feel like it's more believable for Sean Bean to pick that night because he's done these operations before. He, yeah, he Nick can pull Cage, together an operation quickly. Right, yeah. Nick Cage just decides, oh, we got to do it this night because it won't be guarded. Like, he kind of had an idea, but yeah. he's a historian. He's a mechanical engineer. He He's not a, a criminal. But he's a certifiable genius, so he's got that working for him. But he, he's not a criminal. Like, does he know how to pull shady no, he doesn't. operations? Which makes me think that he never would have been able to get away with it. Had, like, the, kind of like they, they helped them steal each other steal it. You know what I mean? Because they got in the way, right? They got, they got in the way of each other, and they ended up they, they both ended up helping each other get it out of the building. So which it never would have gotten out of the building if one or the other tried their plan, I feel. Apart, they were unsuccessful. Yeah. Little did they know they were still teaming up. Yes. In the pursuit of this Declaration of Independence. The irony. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, Nick Cage winds up putting it in a fake, basically. He buys a poster from, yes. the, <laughs> from the store, uses it as a decoy. It, it it was just awesome. That was like one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. But thirty five dollars. I want to go. I want to go back to your had question. To use, wait, the, the 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 easy plot point of he had to use the credit card to pay for it, and that's so how that, they tracked that's him. How they could track him. Harvey Keitel uh-huh. decides he could see him. I want to go back to your question. How quickly Doctor Chase Meridian fell for this this plan of this? Right. She didn't believe him at all. So he apparently went to the FBI before that. He went yeah. everywhere he could in DC sure. to tell these people, "Hey, this is going to happen." So. Long story short, he goes and steals it. He gets away from Sean Bean, kind of saves Diane Kruger's life while Sean Bean was executing a shootout to try to get this freaking thing. I'm sorry, maybe they were blanks. I mean, it was it was attempted murder. Maybe they were blanks. Maybe it was a fake. It was it was blanks. They were hitting the van. I mean, maybe special effects. Sean Bean yeah, knows how to, he's a financier. Well, what were they? What were they? Uh, what do you? What do you? Buckshot was a buckshot. <laughs> he's got were they, rubber were they bullets, BBs? man. Rubber it's bullets. BBs. Rubber bullets. He's got Come the on. Red Rider. I don't. I don't think that he's all that bad. I really. Do. I just think he wants his treasure. I think you're that bad. <laughs> I don't think he's all that evil bad. Let me tell you. He you're, just. You're a. You're a. You're a Sean Bean apologist. Listen, you man. Are. ROI. That's yeah. all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> ROI. He needs that return on investment. Yeah. He spent a lot of time and money. I'm not going to harp on it anymore, but I don't think he's that bad. He just wants no. that declaration. Give it to him. He'll leave. So after uh, Nick Cage basically kidnaps Diane Kruger, like the, for her own good, right? So they take, they, they take a little drive. 
They get to his dad's house, John Voight's. Meet the parents. Meet the parents. And all of a sudden, she's in. Little lemon juice said she's in, right? It's that lemon juice. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, she, he proved to her, hey, by the way, this is what happens. But they had a clean room set up in, in uh, Nick Cage's apartment. Couldn't use that. Couldn't use it. Because Harvey Keitel was it's all hot. over it's it. It's too hot. It's too hot, yeah. as they would say. Yeah. He learned as Memphis Reigns. Right. It's a little too hot. But they set it up. So they go on his, like, dining room table and they get some lemon juice. Now, listen, I'm not a chemical engineer here, but putting lemon juice on a document, isn't that acidic? Like, aren't yeah. you going to ruin the thing? They, they were touching it with gloves. Like, why don't you just hold it at that I'll tell, point? I'll tell you this. I looked it up. I looked it up. You did. When you apply the lemon juice and the heat to the document, what it actually does in effect, it doesn't allow you to see hidden messages. What it does is it creates its own kind of hidden message itself. So what you're doing is you're actually whiting out the hidden message in order to create your new hidden message when you apply the lemon juice with the heat. So is this like the Crayola markers where you have the invisible exactly. ink one? So it's like somebody drew this on the back of there? Exactly. And when you add the lemon, what you're doing is you're erasing the clue that they're actually looking for. So what they did was incorrect and it would have Historically, it. Uh, scientifically, chemically incorrect. Yes. All right. this, is, this is not moviefacts.com here. I'm not, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you're debunking this, the movie. This isn't, this isn't in the goofs section of IMDb. So I believed it though. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you when they did it's it. It's a good I was trick, like, and I'll, I'll buy it because yeah. I like I like it. I bought it. They they got me because lemon juice. It's, it's it's a funny enough little like uh, ingredient to get. But it's me like, in. what do we have in our kitchen cabinet? They could have yeah. sprayed some baking soda on there. Maybe put a little put a little <laughs> club soda oil. and salt. Club soda, <laughs> club soda and salt. We'll get that. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. But like the lemon juice, all I could think about the whole time was like, all right, yeah, I could see maybe the hidden message coming out. Yeah, but. I didn't know what the hell they were going to do. Like, isn't this ruining the document? Like, they're handling it with white glove service here. Ruining it. They ruined it, dude. Ruining it. And Does it really matter, though, if it gets a little ruined? I mean, it's going to go back in that case. There's, it doesn't have value. Like, it doesn't have a monetary value. It's priceless. Let's be real, though. If somebody took that document yeah. out of the case and ruined it, yeah. couldn't they put a new one in there and They got a bunch of them over in the gift shop. Nobody would know the difference. I mean, I really feel like no. they could put it in there. But for real, though, like they have people that could restore documents. They do that. That's what that's what Diane Kruger does. That's She's, her job. It's to fix it. It's it's like it's like Dana Barrett and Ghostbusters yeah. 2. They were restoring exactly. the painting of Ego. Exactly. Like, remember that? What was it in the news a few years ago when that person like messed up the painting of that one thing and they like <laughs> they tried to repaint a face on it? What about it? looked so bad. What about Broad City? Oh, <laughs> Season two of Broad City, if you've ever seen that show. Yeah. It's the same type of thing where the girl messes up the painting, she tries to fix it, makes it even worse. It's but any- so bad. But anyway, let's get back on point. Um, I, I But I'm saying, would they? Ma- right, would it matter? Say you accidentally like cut it in half, right? Worst case scenario, you cut the document in half. Oops. You could take that tape, the liquid tape, you yeah. like put it back together. It's all, about, it's all about the aesthetic value of it, right? Make it look like a fold. That's what the founding fathers did. They folded yeah. it in half. It's not. It's it's not like you have a Babe Ruth rookie card, and if you cut it, it's not worth worth anything anymore. That's this a, thing has no monetary value, right? right? It's all about it's all about an illusion, of, of the illusion of its worth. But that's what I mean. And so maybe the lemon juice isn't such a big deal. Yeah. But I don't think Sean Bean would have done the lemon juice. No, he would have. He would have known. <laughs> he would have. He would have like. I've had enough. Where of this. is this thing? I can't He's, figure I it can't out. Find, I can't figure it out. He's a dummy. No, but they they found the lemon juice, and that gives them these. These ciphers, right? It's like a bunch of three-digit codes. See, well, I'll just stop you right here. I just now realized this is this is why Sean Bean is not a great financier. What he should have did was what he should have did. Why not just tail Nick Cage, aka Ben Gates, the, the entire the time? End? Just tail him until he finally gets there. Because Bean can't figure this stuff out. He can't figure out these traps, and he he eventually caught on and did that when he let the little boy do the code. Right? A little creepy. Yeah. A little creepy. Yeah, just all you have to do is silently follow Nick Cage and let him think that he's got everything under control. And then at the very end, you re- you leap out. Like, he was attacking him in Philadelphia. He was attacking him on the streets of D.C. He no, made don't his do life that. worse. Yeah, don't do that. Let him, let him do it. Let him do his thing and get him at the end. Was there, like, did this movie feel... Did it feel like, you know, I made the joke in the beginning, but they don't make them like they used to. Like, did this movie give you a little bit of a nostalgia for, for the types of movies that this is like? Jerry Bruckheimer produced this, right? Yeah. So it's just very- no, I, I, don't, I don't really feel a nostalgia for this movie, honestly. I like, guess it's a good movie. I like it. It's, it's very entertaining. But I feel like 
we talk about it'll make them like they used to. I feel like they could make this movie like they used to again. I mean, they could. They can make a third one, which we'll speculate on in yeah. a minute. But I don't think it's that special. Put it that way. So uh, we talked a little bit about some of the characters, but let's jump into like kind of how they found the treasure and just go through some of these steps. And we can talk a little bit more about what they did. But like, give me a rundown of how they had to find this because it's hard to talk about this movie without kind of going all over the place. So So apologies. We're we're, going to fast forward through this movie real quick. So we'll go step by step on what the steps were taken to get to the treasure. Is that, is that what you're talking about? And then we can talk about our favorite parts or however, but it's kind of, it's so hard to talk about this movie without going through plot by plot. So just rattle it off. Like, how do they get this thing? Okay. So they found the Charlotte, which ended up being the pipe, right? Steal the declaration of independence. Easy peasy. Done. I mean, that was just like number two on the list. Lemon juice, lemon juice, on the declaration. Then from the from the code they found on the lemon juice, the back of the declaration of dependence, they were told to go to Philadelphia. Silence, do good letters. Silence, do good letters, and uh, go to the Liberty Bell to find some kind of next clue. So what they figure out was the clock is showing whatever time it was it was on the on, it was the, on the, bill, back right? the back of the hundred dollar bill. So he cut open this brick. Now how he got on that roof? of that government building without being like, you know, arrested, arrested for <laughs> trespassing. I don't know. Listen, I mean, how, how much of a buzzkill would it be? He stole the <laughs> of independence. And then he, gets, he gets arrested for walking on the roof of, yeah. of, uh, of uh, Liberty hall or whatever. Got snipers, man. They got snipers. Oh man. So finds the loose brick. Boom, bam. We got 3d glasses, baby. Got the 3D glasses. That's all we needed the whole time. The OG Ben Franklin, man, was he, he was ahead of his time. See, the problem was they weren't making 3D movies in 2004. So he could have just gone to the movie theater and got the 3D glasses that way. <laughs> he got out of car. It would have been real easy. Get a, get a pair of 3D glasses. Maybe, maybe you go to like a dollar store. They might have like the cheap ones. <laughs> if you go to, if they're you not, go to, they weren't readily available in 04. Yeah. I mean, it was this was still back when they had the red and, and blue ones. Remember yeah. when we saw like Piranha 3D or whatever? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> or my bloody valentine 3d yeah, my bloody that? valentine 3D. they had the red yeah, and blue glasses absolutely. so yeah so he finds these old what are they uh spectacles spectacles you would call them basically right? old man original og yeah. bren franklin glasses yeah they got the little switches with the red and the green and the blue so he further investigates the back of the, the declaration of independence and what does he find next another clue he flipped the red switch on finally on his glasses to go with the blue. And uh, you got to combine those. He went to what is it called? The Trinity Church? It was Trinity Church in New York City. Yeah. Oh, we got to go to Trinity Church in New York City. Where? Oh, we got to go down like to the basement. Like the Alamo has a basement. <laughs> the Trinity Church has a basement. It was. <laughs> and, and, we get, and we get to this crypt and we have to crawl through like an old grave thing. No, but Sean Bean showed up and he basically. Like they bash the thing right open. Yeah, man. Well, oh, but, but, but we skipped through the part where they kidnapped his dad. Yeah, so they kidnapped John Voight, <laughs> who wanted nothing to do with any of this. John Voight, poor was guy. Just, John Voight was just trying to like put a robe on and go to bed. Just trying to read his copies of the Do Good Letters. It is a guy who was just just ransacked in the middle of the night. He just stolen from the yeah. house. It's like Nick Cage thought he had the upper hand because he he had Diane Kruger, but they stole old man John Voight. He was in his study. He had his robe on. He had the pipe. Did it seem? Did it seem like? And and maybe this is unfair. Did it seem like John Voight mailed it in a little bit in this movie? Of course he did. He looked like he wanted nothing to do with the Declaration of Independence. He wanted nothing to do with this movie. I tell you why. It's because he was he was miscast. Yeah. Oh, he's always a he's always a bad guy. He's always a slime ball. Jonas Hodges in twenty four. Jonas Hodges in twenty four. Coach Kilmer, Varsity Blues, Mickey Donovan, Ray Donovan. The slime is the slime ball characters. I mean, the, the guy from Anaconda. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. The guy from Anaconda. He doesn't have time to be playing these goody, goody, goody Ben Franklin, naming his kid Ben Franklin. Patrick Henry. Yeah, Patrick Henry, son of a bitch. No. But that's I, why he phoned it in. I feel like he definitely phoned it in. He seemed like he didn't really care. He got kidnapped with ease. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, save me. Oh, no. Oh, geez. <laughs> they go in. He still wants nothing to do with the, the plot of the thing, but yeah. they're in the crypt of Trinity Church. Sean Bean just bashes through the thing. Or, th- th- get, get back to the kayfabe here, maybe he 
secretly wanted to be kidnapped and thrown into this thing because he didn't want to admit that he wanted to get back in the treasure hunting game. So he wanted it to not be his idea. So exactly. if they failed, he like, could oh, be man, like, don't take me to the treasure hunt. And he really wanted to be there the whole time. <laughs> like, like he wanted to get kidnapped. He's too proud to admit to his son that he really wanted to get back in the treasure. What hunting if game. he let himself get kidnapped exactly. so that he could be there? Yeah. Right. For when they unveil the treasure. Exactly. Like, oh, no, it's fake. It's it's not real. Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Like, he invited Sean Bean over to his house, told him he had tips, and then he didn't have tips, and he got, like, he messed with them too much, and he made Sean Bean pretty much kidnap him. But I, I, still, I still go back to this. Was Sean Bean so bad? And I'm going to say it for the rest of the episode. Yeah, he took his dad. He didn't kill him. He didn't, he didn't kill his <laughs> Was dad. Was gonna. He, he needed a little leverage. Was gonna. Listen, there was no indication that he was actually going to kill his dad. He just needed a little leverage. Look, he needs that treasure, man. If you had a million dollars that your daddy left you, I'm starting to think this guy had money left from his daddy. And you blew it all on a pie-in-the-sky treasure that probably doesn't exist, that you're following some nut bar all over the United States. You're going you're gonna to resort to these kinds of murders. So I, I, I get it. Uh, it's, it's murder. Let's not use attempted the word murder murders. here. He attempted murder to a lot of people in this movie. Did, did he, though? Did he's, he? He's a bad murderer. Did he's not he good murder? at it. He's not good at it. Listen, he gave a kid $100. That's a nice gesture. <laughs> he gave the kid a $100 bill. He said, look, go tell me the rest of the letters that this guy gave you. I'll you give don't you think bucks. off screen he took that dollar, the $100 bill back? No, I think he gave it to him because he's got he's a skilled financier. Maybe kick the kid in the butt all the way off. He doesn't he, listen. He doesn't need the money. He's just doing the he's doing the kid a favor. That was his last hundred dollars, by the way. <laughs> he's dead broke <laughs> that was now. It. Now, he, now he damn well better find yeah. that treasure. He's a, this is all. I'm all out of it. I'm, I'm all tapped out. Of it. out. I'm tapped out. No, but he gave that kid a hundred dollars yeah. with ease. There's no way he did anything bad to that kid. He's like, look, here, kid, have $100 to help me out so I don't have to hurt anybody. Look, you're a Sean Bean sympathizer. Always have been, always will be, man. He's, he's not Ned Stark, all right? I mean, the guy has honor. He's not Ned Stark. He's I just know you, trying to get the I treasure. I know you saw him as Ned Stark. He's been other guys. They're mostly bad guys, all right? <laughs> 006. <laughs> no, he's, he's, just, he's just trying to get that ROI, man. That's all yeah. I'm saying. All right. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I feel you. So they crawl through the grave of who the hell knows in this... Some old guy. The Templar, the Trinity Church, whatever the heck. Get all the way down. They get this rickety-ass staircase, which looks like it might lead to somewhere. It looks like there's treasure underneath that rickety-ass staircase. So they get all the way down there. Sean Bean is basically holding them at gunpoint, making them walk down this suspect... I don't even know, like, old-school elevator system, right? We need to get the (laughs) load-bearing... He, inspected. He pretty much like pushes Diane Kruger almost to her death. Yeah, pretty attempted much. Attempted murder. Again, not good hey, at murder. He was just trying to help her go a little faster. She was she was holding them up. Here's a question. Here's a question for you. Is he very bad at murder or or really good at not killing people? I think Which one is it? I think he's really good at not killing people because he wasn't trying to kill anybody. The the wood was breaking. <laughs> was he like Batman? Yeah. That's his one rule. Listen. <laughs> I'll do anything but kill you. I'll do anything but kill you. No, she, the wood was breaking. He had to push her out of the way, dude. Jesus Christ, man. He had to he push almost, her out of the way. No reason. And then she had the declaration, too. He, he was about care. to throw the declaration down there for fun. He doesn't care. Just got, for shits and gigs. Listen, he got the code. He doesn't need the declaration. They got a spare anyway. It doesn't matter. So they go down this whole thing. And I think one guy actually did fall over one of his goons. Oh, it was his main goon. And yeah. he, he, was, he actually had no remorse for that yeah, at all. Give a shit. Which was pretty pretty yeah. bad, I guess. That's the one bad deed that he and did. That, the whole that's movie. accidental suicide. I will not pin murder on him for that. <laughs> that's accidental suicide. <laughs> I mean, that guy went down yeah. there on his own free yeah, will. Yeah, it's true. So they get all the way down to what looks like a dead end. And Nick Cage, the smart son of a bitch that he is, makes up this fake code about lampposts in Boston and Paul Revere. Oldest trick in the book. My nephew, nine years old, a couple history classes in his life. He would have figured that shit out. That's fake. I would not let Nick Cage out of my sight if I was Sean Bean, because I know that he knows where this treasure is, if it exists. And that's what. It, so that's where Sean Bean failed in my eyes. Yeah. Sean Bean, you disappointed me, man. That's He's, how dumb he is. He says, that's the last clue. Go to Boston. It's there. The treasure is there. So it's like, He's like, oh, well, you need me. He's like, I don't need you. I know where the treasure is now. It's like, what if there's another clue, dude? You better take him. I know. He left him for his quote-unquote death. The way this game is going, they're like nine, ten clues deep. 
chances are, if it really wasn't Boston, there was going to be another clue that he would not be able to figure out. And who who knew how many clues before the no, 9 no, or 10? But, but hey, but no, uh, he covered his bases because he said, and I quote, if there's another clue, I'll know where to find you. That's true. He was going to leave him down there. But he better move quick because they're going to run out of food. They, have, you know, they have no water. There's no water. There's like, nothing there. They might get cold. They might die. How long could you last down there? Like a week? I think I could. I could more last than a like week. Two weeks. Yeah. I with, mean, with no water though. Listen, at least you have clothes. I've seen naked and afraid, and they they put these people out in like the jungle, and they last for like 24 days. They could just eat the comic relief kid though. That's a, yeah, right. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, Doug from Hayover. Why? Do, I want to call this guy Milo. I don't know why. He like, looks like a Milo. He looks he like does. a Milo. So we know? went this whole time and didn't even mention the comic relief kid, which doesn't really matter. But. No, but he actually made the movie pretty good. I like. No, no, you him. needed. You needed. The, you needed the little joke. Because jokes going he in there. was the levity that the movie yeah. needed because the plot is so ridiculous. He was kind of like the role of the viewer. Yeah, he was like the roll of your eyes kind of thing. Like, oh, well, here we go. This like, are we really yeah. going to steal the Declaration yeah. of Independence? He was saying what everyone's thinking. Right. He he basically verbalized it. And I, I sure. liked him in the movie. Yeah. And he was just funnier, I thought. Right. I thought he was funny. And Nick Cage was very serious. So Sean B, the idiot that he is, he goes back up, goes to Boston, post haste. He's out. Nick Cage is like, hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me turn this lamppost real quick or let me push <laughs> this button. Let me let me move the bookcase. Let me let me pull the book out. Whatever it is you push do, this, push this rock a little bit. Yeah, push this rock a little bit to to do the little spitteroody on the wall. Bam! Treasure time. Lights the lamp. Treasure beyond treasures, like treasure of all treasures of of all time. It just looked like a bunch of crap to me, honestly. It's like old stuff. I don't know how valuable that stuff really is. It's invaluable, right? But let me say this: poo poo on the treasure layers to not put a booby trap there. Like, shouldn't yeah. they have, like, poison darts that when you walk through the yes. door, you got to jump on something? They should have, like, a boulder that comes down. The sickle? That's the what I mean. The large like, sickle? Like, the, sw- <laughs> the swinging, yeah. like, knives. Yeah. Like, have some blow darts that come out. Or, like, even, like, the the like the huge battery ram that swings down. Right, like, the, the tree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's like a tree bark. I'm saying, like, yeah. Indiana Jones, like, make them at least crawl through some snakes or something. Like, uh, pit, pit of spikes? Yeah. Pit of, pit of spikes? <laughs> pit of spikes? Yeah. Like, I'm saying, crawl through, like, at least crawl through some snakes. Yep. Make them go through some spider webs. Like, some, they uh, just open the door and they're the, there. Like, like, they're really, like, uh, shoulder high, like, tight wire that could decapitate you. Yeah, and you can't see at it. You. You, can't you can't see, see it. it. Right? There's, like, there's, we, uh, we're on top of our booby. That's what I'm game. saying. Like, if if I hit a treasure, yeah, I, you better booby try it. Yeah, not some old wooden staircase. So years, eons from now, when you try to steal our microphones from our enormously successful podcast, you're gonna get the pit of spikes. You're gonna get the snakes and the darts. That's what I'm saying. At least snakes. Like, yeah. just put some snakes down. Who's there, gonna man? feed them snakes? They they're gonna eat the spiders. It's, it's self sustaining. <laughs> it's like a, it's, it's a coming, circle of life. <laughs> it's a circle, circle of life. life. <laughs> but I'm saying, like you know, you watch Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. They got some snakes in the pit. Starks with laser beams attached to their and heads. At least stuff make like them that. make them work for it, man. I know you gave them like a hundred million clues, and they had to steal the Declaration of Independence. It's pretty but, made them go to Antarctica. The first of all, nobody wants to go to Antarctica. And that's a booby trap in itself. Yeah. But you know, the the boat just happened to be there. Yeah. Speaking of the boat, by the way, we didn't say this in the beginning. The guy holding the pipe. Yeah. How long was he sitting there clutching the box? Like he was sitting there like, like, oh my God, I hope they don't take it from me. How the hell did that boat get to Antarctica or wherever that it was Canadian or something? Well, he was clutching the boat. He was probably freezing to death. So he's probably trying to like gather warmth as best he could from his last dying motions. And like, it was such a prized possession for him. It was like a side of protection. Another reason amateur cryptologist, amazing puzzle solver, Nick Cage, Looked at him, he's like, there's a million guys here. Which one's the captain? And he looked for the yeah. captain and immediately saw him. He, he knew from the hat. He's a smart guy. You just got to trust the guy like, like uh, Benjamin Franklin Gates. So get back to my favorite topic here, Sean Bean. They wind up getting this treasure. That, that, I mean, that's not really the point of the movie, right? I guess it is the point of the movie, but not what we talk about. Yeah. They get the treasure. Ben Franklin donates like all of it to the, the world. Because yeah. it's the treasure of the world. All he wanted to do was make, like, he, he was, he, he could die happy knowing that it just existed. That's all he wanted to know. He that takes. It, that it existed. Yeah. And his, he could clear his grandfather, his great-grandfather, his father, his great-great-grandfather, as they're not nut bars, they were right all along. All these failures. Make sure it's written in history that the Gates family have found this treasure. Do you think he's going to hold this over his dad's head forever? Oh, yeah. Like I told you, Sunday dinners. It's good looked at. Remember I, the time when you uh, didn't believe in the treasure? Yeah, that should be yeah. spoken about every time. Yeah. Do you feel that his dad should get zero dollars? I feel like he shouldn't get anything. No, what are you? What are you nuts? 
because he, because his dad like discouraged him. He was like slamming him, calling him crazy. Like he ignored his son. He said his son was crazy. Well, he didn't want to see his son waste his life that he had. Turns out that he just wasn't as good of a treasure hunter as his son. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he he should have said, "Hey, dad, you're a failure. <laughs> like I, I beat you." So so your your lovely daughter, the Batgirl, she grows up, and she says she wants to be a treasure hunter. What about college, honey? No, no, I'm just gonna just gonna go around and search search for clues. I mean, all, all my life. Does she? Have Can I have a hundred dollars? Does she have a credible treasure she's searching for? Is she talking about the Templars uh, here? Live Oak, what Oak Island, it? Oak Island. Yeah, you know, I'd go there. She wants to go for Oak Island, Dad. Can I have ten grand? <laughs> no, of course not. Right? Of course, you're gonna discourage it. I'm just saying, he found the treasure. It's game over, baby. It's game yeah. over. I, right. I, I'm I'm the most successful Gates now. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ben Franklin. And Franklin Gates. But Sean Bean, back to my man. Yeah. They basically Harvey Keitel shows up. And this is a point that I want to make because before we get back to Sean Bean, Harvey Keitel basically says somebody's got to go to prison. Yeah. But before we get to that, he's wearing the Templar little, little pinky. Yeah. A little, a little wrinkle, huh? A little pinky ring. When I saw that, I was, I wasn't sure like, is he going to basically suppress this? Is he going to kill Nick Cage right now? What if now? he pulled the gun out? If this was a rated R movie, yeah. like, oh, they found the treasure. We got to stop That would a great him. twist. I mean, you can't talk about this movie and not compare it to Dan Brown, Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code, all that crap. You can't talk about yeah. this movie without talking about those. Like, there's people that are there to protect the treasure. And I didn't think that they were going to just let him have it. Yeah, uh, you, you would think that if he was so, like, if he knew it existed and it was just like, wake, wake that he would have like made sure it didn't see the light of day, I feel. Right, right. But he says somebody's got to go to prison. Or or maybe he was so like proud that someone finally solved the mystery that 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 enables it to be given to the world. Do you think that he knew where it was and he was protecting it or think, he was happy that oh somebody finally I think found there's it. a chance that he knew and it's like so he's he was proud that somebody cracked the code. Okay. Cuz maybe that they you know that that small group that is passed down from generation to generation right. knows the secrets of the world. But he says that somebody's got to go to prison. Somebody's got to go Convenient to enough. Yeah. Sean Bean's up in Boston, shipping right. up to Boston, hanging around this church up there, <laughs> looking for... Trespassing on government property. But what government property was it? So, how... What's the prison sentence for trespassing on government property? But did he really trespass on government property? What government property was trespassed upon? Nick Cage did everything that he did and was caught doing it. It's like the Paul Revere building or whatever. I don't know. I don't know his no, I think Were they talking about the National Archives when he was trying to steal the declaration? Like, like that was the trespassing? But they don't. there's no proof that Sean Bean was there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. How can they say you trespassed this, on government property? See, this property? is my problem with the whole ending of the movie, you see. So Nick Cage took like 1% of the money, which is probably like a billion dollars or like 100 billion, whatever the heck. It's, it's a, lot a lot of money. Of money. It's a lot of money. So... He's like, think he's got it on easy street. He's got the girl. He's got the Fred. He got paid too. He's got the Ferrari. doesn't know how to drive it. All hunky-dory movie ends. Credits, right? Yeah. But what we don't see is as the credits roll, it should be after the credits, we see Sean Bean being acquitted of all crimes because they cut, they, what do they, they charge him with? Attempted murder? Kidnapping, kidnapping attempted murder, trespassing on government property. Trespassing on government property. How, is there proof of any of those with a good lawyer, a financier with with uh, unlimited resources Listen, and money? He's going to call up his friend Terry Silver. Yeah. He's going to find out who Terry Silver uses as a lawyer because he's yeah. certainly got some connections. He's in the he's in the community of of you know underground super villains. Super villains. Yeah. He's going to know. Although Terry Silver might like scoff at this guy because he <laughs> might be like, "Are you kidding me, dude? Like you're the worst. Come on, treasure hunters. Like, come, come on, on now." Yeah. Like he might say, like you should be investing in toxic yeah. waste, yeah. <laughs> or he might say, I can't believe that you didn't just bring him with you to Boston. Yeah, less risk. But having said that, definitely going to get out on all charges. Yeah, if you have a good lawyer, these charges are going to stick. He has no proof that he's ever been in. Um, they cut the camera. Yeah, they cut the cameras. All the attempted murders are, are are my word versus him, and he was so bad at murdering people, he never even got close. He didn't even clip anybody with a bullet. So he got nothing. The only bullets that he shot, and he didn't shoot. Again, I don't. I'd have to go back and watch it Hedgeman. again. I don't think he shot a shot. It's it's murder for hire. I don't think. <laughs> but, I don't think yeah. he fired a shot. 
So really, let's say worst case scenario, say he spends a year in jail for well, I don't even know what because he doesn't. He's not even going to get that. If you have a good lawyer, yeah. you're going to get like 60 days probation. He's going to get out and attempted murder Nick Cage, isn't he? I mean, he's probably going to miss. He's going to shoot and miss him. Someone but, might, someone might murder Nick Cage. <laughs> someone I might, who may or may not be affiliated with Sean Bean. I don't know if it would be Sean Bean. <laughs> But someone may murder yeah. Benjamin Franklin Gates or his father, <laughs> but I don't think they would be affiliated with Sean Bean, or at least that we could tie it to. You're, are you his lawyer? I, I mean, are you his lawyer? Listen, he didn't fire any shots. I mean, this is just the first of the tip of the iceberg here. That, that's all I'm saying. They showed up with a crowbar to that building in Boston. It's like, they don't know what they're going to do with that crowbar. Yeah, maybe, it, maybe, maybe he got locked out of his car. He's yeah. trying to jimmy his lock. He's going to bash his own window open. Yeah. I mean, you know, like he's got, he's got to help out an old lady start yeah. her car. I don't know. He, he didn't do anything wrong. If anything, this just shows the corruption of the United States government. <laughs> this Harvey is, Keitel yeah. put an innocent man in jail. That's what I'm saying. These, these Templars, man, these Templars and their shady business dealings, just a, an honest financier trying to find a treasure. And they're sitting here trying to put this guy in jail. <laughs> Anyway, before we wrap up the plot of the movie and this and that, we got some bonus material. The love uh, triangle, not the triangle, the, the, like the, the love story between Diane Kruger and Nick Cage. I mean, they really missed a love scene opportunity. Necessary or not? I, it would be necessary if they put a love scene in. That's what really I was going to ask. I was going to get to. They like, missed it. It's a PG movie. We could have made it PG-13 and had a love scene under the covers. It could have really... They could have... They could have... They could have done some stuff on the Declaration of Independence. You know, like you know how, like you know, sometimes you got a love scene in a movie. Yeah, they got a blanket on, but it's too small. Yeah, so it like barely covers like the parts. Yeah, they could like cover with the Declaration, right? <laughs> I'm thinking about Roadhouse when they're in the, yeah. in the upstairs of the barn. Yeah, you know, it's like they just they're showing the passion. She falls in love with him because of his passionate, like, just drive to find this treasure. Right. She finally falls for him. Definite love scene. Got to have the Declaration of Independence as some type of focal piece of yes. the love scene. <laughs> I mean, you really you make this PG-13 and that could happen. Yeah. And I think it would have built their relationship up a little I better. I think so. But have, seeing as there was no love scene, right? Missed opportunity. I feel like the the there was no need for them to fall in love with each other, I feel. Like, I feel like it was like, it was. it's obvious that they're going to do that because they always do that in those movies. It could have been a professional realistically, relationship. she's got to think this guy's a fool. Well, even when the treasure's real and... and at that point, she's not being like a money chaser or anything like that. I mean, she's she's a full-on historian as well. She's very fascinated. She could have been along for the ride just for the fascination of the of the the treasure, just as uh, Milo was. I'm gonna tell AKA you, AKA Riley, AKA <laughs> Doug, Doug, <laughs> AKA that guy, that guy. So no. like, why does she have to be in love with him? He's just as easily Riley could have been in love with Nick Cage, right? <laughs> that would have been good. I right? love triangle. They could have went with that angle. They could have. Yeah. He could have been in love with his, his partner that he admired all yeah. these years. All I'm saying is that her falling in love with him is just as easy as him falling in See, love with him. Riley could have admired his his drive, his passion for history. And also maybe, I don't know where they met. Maybe they became friends. Maybe yeah. maybe he really did like him. Maybe he respected yeah. him. But I don't mean to go all Vox on everybody here, but why does she have to fall in love? Like, why? That's why, a- why, like, why? Why can't she just be in it for the love of the chase? You know? Her name's Chase. Get it? Let's move on. <laughs> oh, my God. So long story short, if you're going to do the love scene, if you're going to do the love story, have a love scene. Don't make it for nothing. Don't make it for nothing. All right. And use the declaration as your cover after your your sex exploits. <laughs> so I want to take this down a different path here. We, we have a few minutes left before we end the show. I, we mentioned before comparing this to Dan Brown's series. What is his name? Dr. Howard Langston. Yes. Tom Hanks himself, Oscar winner. Angels and Demons. Angels and Demons. Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code. All of these, all of these movies where he's basically the same character as Benjamin Franklin. Very Gates. serious, though. So serious that it's boring. Let me, let me pose a scenario to you. Yeah. Let me take, let's take an Oscar winning actor. This movie did well. It did well in the box office, but yeah. it seems because Nick Cage is in it, People don't take it seriously. They look at it as a joke. It wasn't reviewed critically that favorably. It was, it was like half and half. Right. So let's take out, let, let's do a thing. And we could call it something. I, I was thinking about Cinema Swap. Oh, we'll come up with a name of it. Yeah. But let's take an Oscar winning actor from their movie. Yeah. And put them in this movie and put Nick Cage in their movie and see 
what would be better or worse? See, Which one would you rather watch? See, first of all, I'm going to stop you right here. I feel like this game is fatally flawed when you use Nick Cage because you're always going to choose the Nick Cage swap, right? Don't See, he figured the game out here. <laughs> he figured the game out. But we're going to go on. Let's do it. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, let's take Tom Hanks. You can even take him from me. Let's not take him from Da Vinci Code all right. because it's too similar. It's too similar, even though... I think Nick Cage could make a boring ass Da Vinci Code movie as Tom Hanks did. Yes. Right. Let's take, I'm taking Tom Hanks. Let's take Tom Hanks from Forrest Gump, take yeah. him out of Forrest Gump, Forrest put him in this Gump. movie, put him in this movie, and put Nicolas Cage in Forrest Gump. So hold on a second. Now, Forrest Gump is, is Honey for Treasures? Is <laughs> no, that what we're no, talking no. about? No, no, no. Tom Hanks, like okay. the, the actor. The actor only, not the Tom character. Tom Hanks becomes Benjamin Franklin Gates. Not the character, just the actor. The okay, love scene right. would not work with Tom Hanks, by the way. <laughs> too old. <laughs> Way too old, even though Nick Cage is probably just as old. Yeah. But take him in and then put Nick Cage in Forrest Gump. Be- is it the script that won the Oscar? Is it the movie that won the Oscar? Is it the acting? Is it the combination of all? If Nick Cage was in Forrest Gump, would it have been as good of a movie or would it have been good at all? And would people respect it in any way or would they well, look at that like a joke? I'll get this out of the way. Robert Downey Jr. Tropic Thunder yes. is described at best about it's like simple Forrest Jack. Gump. But I'll, I'll go no further. Would it be like like Ben Stiller being Simple Jack? Kind of, with <laughs> Nick Cage, yes. Because he doesn't have the skills. No, it might come off as insulting in a way. Yeah. Not, no disrespect to, to Nicolas Cage. And I would love to watch him try. Don't get me wrong. But I think, eh, yeah, Tom Hanks would, but Tom Hanks would not make National Treasure a better movie because he's not, like... He's not going to steal the movie? He's not, like... And I don't, I can't think of a better word, but goofy is what coming to mind. Because Tom Hanks is, uh, but uh, Nick Cage isn't goofy in National Treasure. But there's a certain lightness to it that I don't think Tom Hanks can lend. Especially like later period Tom Hanks. Like more recent Tom Hanks. Seems to get a little more bloated and serious. Yeah. I mean, literally bloated. Literally, his face looks, literally bloated. Yeah. He's John Travolta face. Yeah. His face is expanding. Exactly. Whereas I think that at least Nick Cage could try to like go all in. To like a Forrest Gump character. All right. So I say neither could make each movie better, but I think Nick Cage would have an easier time with Forrest Gump. Making it worse. Whereas that's making it better. No. Oh, okay. Not better, but equal. Whereas okay. Tom Hanks moving to National Treasure would make it more serious and less fun, therefore a worse movie. Okay. You dig? Yeah, I dig it. Let me let me take another one here. So All right. I'll go with other Oscar winners here. Okay. Let me take Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Let's take him out of Lincoln. All right. Let's put Tom Hanks, or not Tom Hanks, let's put Nicolas Cage into Lincoln. Yeah. So Nicolas Cage is playing Abraham Lincoln in the movie Lincoln. Yes. And Daniel Day-Lewis is playing Benjamin Franklin Gates. Okay. Does does Daniel Day-Lewis do it for you? Does he make it no. better? No, because... Even more boring? I don't think Daniel Day-Lewis has the comedy chops, first of all. Or How would he prepare for this role? He would literally go to MIT, get a mechanical engineering <laughs> degree. He would maybe he would turn it down because he would say he doesn't want to go to jail for trying to steal the Declaration yeah. of Independence. See, I feel like he'd be bored stiff because like he'd have to be forced to become a history buff. And if you don't love history, to be forced history upon you is incredibly boring. That's <laughs> true. So he couldn't well, do it. But on the flip side, no, what about Cage as Lincoln? Cage as Lincoln. He's just not serious enough. I feel like he could do I it. I mean, man. he's been in serious roles. Don't get me wrong. If he yeah, did he this, could totally do it. He did this in 97. He could totally do no it. No one would blink an eye. Yeah. You know, he's become a parody of himself, unfortunately, because he's still good. I don't know, though. I mean, it would probably, like, it, it would probably be a box office bomb, if we're going to be honest. Same, <laughs> oh, same script. Be. Tommy no. Lee Jones would be beside himself on set all day, mad at Nick Cage. It would definitely be a bomb. That grump. Oh, man. So it's, that's lose-lose. All right, let, let me do one more, and then we're, then we're done. Let me take... By, Lee- by the way, Nick okay. Cage, Nick Cage 2 nothing. Because okay, Cage so would be better at Lincoln than Lewis would be at... That's what I'm saying. At, like, at National Treasure. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Nicolas Cage doesn't get enough respect for the, no. the, the, I guess, the funness that he brings to a movie, if that's even a word. Let me give the last one here. Leonardo DiCaprio, take him out of The Revenant. All right. And put Nick Cage in The Revenant. So Leonardo DiCaprio is Ben Franklin Gates. Yes. Better or worse? Leo DiCaprio is Ben Franklin Gates. See, Leo now, worse. Leo, maybe 10 years ago, maybe just as good, but I don't know. But when Leo was like in his late 20s, he was playing like snots. Yeah. Like Basketball Diaries, The Beach. Those are like, he was playing snots. I don't think he could 
he would have to, he, no, see, that wouldn't work either. I can't talk myself into it. <laughs> you, you just, you tried. Yeah. You tried really hard there. Yeah, no, I can't do it. Like, as, 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 as great as Leo is, he might be the best actor we have going right now, honestly. But Tom Hardy would like to argue with you. Nick Cage can Revenant the shit out of the Revenant, I feel. Yeah. Oh, he would, I would pay money to watch that. Nick Cage and the Revenant. See, those scenes where there was no dialogue, it's just Leo grunting for 75 <laughs> That's minutes. That's what Nick does. Nick can do that. <laughs> he can exactly. do that, and he can win an Oscar doing it, too. That's what he does. Yes. That's his That's his forte, man. A part of me thinks that like Tom Hardy was probably jealous that Leo got the lead role in Revenant. Because he wanted to do that? he could easily have done that, and better probably than Leo. Yeah. Yeah. But... Nick could totally have grunted for 75 minutes after being mauled by that bear. Now, the first, like, half hour of non-mauled Leo was all Leo. It can't be, can't be duplicated, yeah. right? Yeah. So that, that was a fun experiment. We have to try that on other movies, but... Cage 3 I think Cage won 3 nothing. 3 nothing. So before we wrap everything up, I just want to let you know, I haven't seen the second one. I don't know if you have. Actually, uh, surprisingly, two. I haven't seen it. I'm a bad Nick Cage fan. Just never, never came across it. Nothing against it. Heard it was good, even though he had Bangkok dangerous hair in that movie. Hey, it was uh, definitely hair piece. Yes, let's see what we uh, that uh, it will it will take a Nick Cage movie with ridiculous hair for us to get into the Nick Cage hair debate. Yeah, that's coming up. Um, but I want to see I want to see the second one just for the fact that I was just reading up on the plot somewhere along the line. Like the there's a rumor that the Gates family was involved in the Lincoln assassination, and he's trying to clear their name. I'm I love in. it. I'm in already. I'm, I'm in. in. Marty in. And it's got all the basically all the cast. John Voight is not back, but Ed Harris is in the second one apparently. Same thing. Let's 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 mix one for match one. That's fine. Ed Harris is a is a is a better uh is a better babyface than uh, John John Voight is, I feel. He's a better uh he's a better good guy. So if news broke that the third one was coming out, would would you rush to see the second one? Of course. And and like the third one is always pending. It's always pending. So latest news yeah. as of March 4th, Disney CEO responded to a question saying, we've done two, and yes, they were really fine movies. I know Jerry Bruckheimer, who produced them, has had conversations with our studio a number of times about it. There's been some developments along the way, but as of right now, we're not greenlit, as we say, a National Treasure 3, but I do know there is a time and some resources spent on development. That's all I can tell you. Sounds like it's coming. That sounds like movie purgatory to me. Sounds like it's that coming. That sounds like it's never being made. Sounds like it's no. coming. Would would they not do it because Nick Cage isn't as marketable now? No, because I feel like I feel like this franchise is a moneymaker. There should have been twelve of these by now. But that right there, that little snippet right there, just makes it seem like I've 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 read about movies that sound like this about they they think they're coming out and they never come out. That is, that is Ari Gold speak right there. Yeah. No, but all I'll say is. They make a million Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, come on. You could make this movie. That People will go to see this. They got to be cheaper than Pirates too, right? They don't have to do anything. Yeah. They drive around in, in the United States. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a big freaking treasure hunt. The rumor, though, for the third one was that yeah. Nick Cage wanted to take it international. Ooh. So my question to you, sir, is we talk about Coens on the show all the time. Yeah. We had National Treasure 1. No one, really. Just National Treasure. Yeah. The second one, National Treasure 2, colon, colon Book of Book Secrets. Of Secrets. What are you calling the third one, National well, Treasure 3? If he's talking about going global, then it's obvious it's a National Treasure 3 colon International Treasure. Or is obvious. it just National Treasure with a 3 in it? Like, you know? <laughs> National 3-er. Like, like, like what I would do is, I would just call it straight up International Treasure. The international Treasure. And then with treasure. treasure, you have the E's as 3's. <laughs> That's what I would do. Or you could call it International Treasures. Like, you could just have multiple movies. This thing will print money. National Treasure it. 3, colon, International Incident. The International Boom. Incident. That's what I'm saying. Boom. National Treasure 4. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to have to steal something. They could sh- steal, steal the... Big sh- Ben. Steal the Shroud of Turin. Yeah. You know, all these different things. Ramsey's corpse or something. <laughs> His mummified <laughs> body. <laughs> yeah. We have to open King Tut's tomb and get yeah. the tattoo off of his left ass cheek. Yeah, man. Or we could, like, we could keep it in the U.S. Oh, man, we got to... We gotta steal the Statue of Liberty. Oh, jeez. Oh, there's a there's an ins- there's an inscription on the the bullet that was shot that shot Lincoln or JFK. Call up David Copperfield, yeah. man. They could they could do that. Get David Blades up in here. Do something. Well, listen, I'm in for number two and three. I think I will watch will watch number two at some point. I haven't seen uh, this. It, is, this watching this has made me want to watch two. Is it all on HBO Go? I haven't seen Along it on with there. One. No, this it's movie's not. on HBO Go. If you if you have HBO and you want to brush up real quick, it's on FX like all the time, but. If you have HBO Go, 
two did National Treasure. We got to see if two was all there as well. I, I haven't checked, but it's, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's on Netflix either, but I, I overall to say, I would definitely recommend that you watch this movie. If you haven't seen it, it's very good. It's very entertaining. It's not the greatest movie by any means, but it's, in my opinion, one of Nick Cage's most fun performances yeah. from a, just a regular movie standpoint. It's got a good story. Acting's pretty good. Overall, I really liked it. Definitely recommend that you watch it. So real quick, like what's better for Nick Cage? So like Face Off is probably better. At different genres, right? Yeah. I well, mean, genres aside, okay. I mean, you could say better or worse. I'd like if, like uh, you told me I had to watch Nick Cage movies. I'm going to watch Face Off. So you watch Face Off. I'll probably watch Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds is probably over. So that, that's debatable for other people. Uh, Raising Arizona is probably one that would maybe rank ahead of this one. A lot, of people, a lot of people quote that. Raising Arizona as, as their favorite Nick Cage movie. I, I actually love Vampire's Kiss, by the way. Vampire's Kiss is very underrated. This is better than that, though, yeah. I think. But Vampire's Kiss is a great movie. Uh, Con Air, I'm going to watch Con, Con Air, Air all the time. obviously. The, the Rock. Rock is another yeah. one. Um, I mean, they're different movies, though. See, you know what I'm saying? One of his best movies is 8mm. I've but never, it's a hard watch, though. Listen, it's a hard watch. I've never been able to bring myself to watch it yeah. because I've heard about it. Well, I mean, it's not like it's not scary or it's not so brutal and so disgusting or anything. No, it's like just that. the subject matter. The is, subject matter is kind of kind of brutal. This is a snuff film one, right? Yeah, 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 it is. But I mean, it's a good like detective movie. You got a uh, Joaquin Phoenix as a sidekick, sex shop worker. <laughs> Le- leaving Las Vegas is a good one too. Leaving Las That's Vegas, the Oscar winner. Yeah. Um, but I don't. Yeah, maybe National Treasure is bumped out of the top five. There's so many good Nick Cage movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, it's it's hard to do it like that. If you give me other movies in the genre, maybe I would say this is his best one. But but as as far as rewatchability goes, this one probably would leap some of those other movies. Oh, I listen. I could watch this at any time, at any moment. You just put it on, and I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Anyway, we didn't. All, we also didn't mention this too. Does Sean Bean die in this? He dies in everything. He does not. So he does not die in unless this. he dies he in dies, prison. He might die off screen. He died in prison. He died in prison <laughs> before his lawyer could get him out. Yeah. He, was, he was awaiting trial. Yeah. So before we go, we got an iTunes review. Want to give a shout out to our newest reviewer. So this one comes to us from iTunes. Superman touchdown Jesus. Five stars. Just outstanding, he says. I am not exaggerating when I say that listening to this podcast makes me enjoy watching movies more. I think it's an exaggeration. Let's see. <laughs> Drew and Madway give excellent commentary and insightful reviews and analysis of countless amazing films, all while maintaining excellent chemistry and sound perspective. Highly recommend subscribing. Thank you, Superman Touchdown Jesus. It's a great um, name, by the way. I feel like that was like a, a expertly written. That was review. that was very well written, very articulate. Yeah, thank you for for leaving that review. Yeah. If you haven't had the chance to go to iTunes, just do a search for the Last Row Podcast. If you're not subscribed, if you are, it very it helps us a lot. Leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out on the show. Just want to say thank you very much. Special thank you to everybody that has left a review. If you're looking for us on the web, thelastrowpodcast.com. On Twitter at The Last Row Pod, we took a week off. That's where we typically post any type of hiatus that we need. We had a sabbatical, lots of fantasy football drafts this past week. Some sicknesses. I'm still sick getting over it, but the show must go on. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. Got a few new likes this past week. Thank like you us. to everybody that went out to the page. Sent us a like, sent us a message, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, we will write back. And on that note, we'll see you guys next week. See so I think Sean Bean can hear what I'm saying. I know, yeah, just go with me.